right, we're back. Creative Club Podcast. You're here with John Marsh. And if you're a coach or creative business owner on this podcast, we do episodes to help you to grow and build your business world, attract dream clients, and learn to love your sales process so you can grow your business with confidence and all of that really good stuff, right? So you can enjoy your business journey. And we do a lot of content, right? There's emails at creativeclub.link. You can get the emails. There's the podcast, there's social media, because we want to make sure that you got access to tools and ideas, information that can help you. That's come from our experience, right, in business and working with a lot of business owners. So today I'm going to talk about a very important concept, right, something that I've been thinking a lot about in my life personally, not just in business, in relationships, in particular with my relationship with Ruby. and also something that played into the live event we just ran so this will be a little bit of a live event recap and then also this concept that i think can be really helpful for you possibly it's been very helpful for me so we had our second live event for creative club in 2022 was on november 12th we did an episode in the lead up and i was promising a recap episode so this is this is it this is what you get and i'll run through it quickly it was a very good event it was very successful and we had a full day 9 30 till 4 30 p.m we had 35 odd people in the room people came from canada adelaide perth sydney newcastle uh, all over the place victoria and descended into this layer that we created and we talked all about world building implementation. In fact, we did world building implementation. We went through some key questions around what's called character building. I'm not going to go into this stuff right now because it's much too in depth for a podcast. And while it would bring a lot of value, there's just too much risk of not covering it in the detail that it deserves. But effectively, world buildings, how we look at building your business right so a lot of times when people think about marketing they're thinking about you know instagram reels or they're thinking about the hashtags or you know the output side the tactical side i guess if you will and you you need the tactics right there's nothing bad with the tactics but the world building is how your business exists in the eyes of your clients right it's like when you think about businesses that you love to engage with not the ones that you go to just to you know, pay your Telstra bill or whatever, but the businesses that you love to follow and love to engage with start to realize that they've built a world, right? An engaging world, and it's not compatible with other businesses. And those worlds are filled with all sorts of cool things, the characters, the story, the offer, right? So that's how you make money, the conflict, there's all sorts of stuff. And we go into this in Creative Club. It's also part of the book that I'm currently writing and so we'll, we'll cover more on that later in another in other channels but this one was all about fearless character and so from 9 30 to 4 30 we got stuck into this the first two hours people people arrived coffee in hand because we set up a kind of like a promo deal with a local cafe over at lord's coffee and associates so people could come in they had a voucher which was cool and it was like a swarm of creator club business owners 
descending upon Lords at probably 9am because we started at 9.30 and we told him, we said we weren't going to delay the start. And so we stayed true to that, kicked it off on time. They came in with the coffees and we went into character. We went into fearless character questions. The first uh, hour we did a really cool meditation that Ruby led. And that was really exciting because she hadn't done it for in that space with that number of people in that style before. So that was a very cool moment. And then we did the fearless character questions, which are very deep questions, right? There's eight questions we go through and it helps you to bring out your truth, your character, your personality into your business, into your content. And there's a lot of conflicts, right? Doing that. That's not an easy thing for people. And that, so that was very productive and very helpful. Then we had a guest speaker, which was uh, Daniel Brown or Brownie, AKA Mullet Lord. So he owns and created and runs Lord's Coffee and Associates, which is a cafe. It's espresso martini mix that's available through Dan Murphy's. It's online retail. It's a brand. It's canned coffee that was a collab with some NRL players. It's a whole bunch of different things. It's like an empire that's slowly extending its tentacles out into the world as they grow, which is very cool. So he spoke about his own personal journey and his vision and his character. Then we moved into some marketing work, which was story-based marketing. And we broke that down into a framework that's very helpful and allows you to see your marketing as story, which is effectively what it is. And once you see that, then you can understand the tools to create a compelling story, which makes the marketing more powerful. So that wrapped up the day. It was a massive day. We then moved into a dinner, which was cool. A bunch of people hung around for that. And we even lasted till the place closed, which although sounds impressive, was only, I think, 9.30. So that suited me just fine. And uh, went back and called it a day. The next day, few people were still hanging around. So I think people caught up at the beach, went for some swims, did some training, that kind of stuff, which is cool. So this concept that I, I've been thinking about lately has come back into my mind after the event because a couple of people have come to me. They're like, hey, you know, not many people turned up to our Christmas party or, you know, I run these online events or live events and not that many people are showing up. And we don't have this have this as a as an issue in creator club so we do obviously a lot of online calls and the attendance rate is very high right as far as online any online programs or anything like that goes people show up like they're on the calls the videos are always on people contribute people are listening and that's not common right that's not common if you spend time in a lot of these online sort of masterminds or any of these kinds of things Typically, that's not the way that it goes. The attendance rate usually is a lot lower. And so this is a common issue that people have. And, you know, obviously this time of year is playing out in Christmas parties. People are like, where, where is everyone? Why aren't they showing up? And so I was thinking about this idea and how it plays into attendance and, and running good events. And the concept is this, right? Never settle. The idea is to never settle. Do not settle. And this first was taught to me by my dad when I was 12 or so. I was mowing lawns and that was one of my jobs. And I'd finish up the job. I'd come in and he'd walk out. He'd inspect the lawn. 
and he'd say, hey, you missed a bit here. And he'd point to a few blades of grass and I'd, I'd get frustrated. I'd go back, get the lawnmower, start it up, mow the blades, then go put it away again. He'd come back out. No, you still missed a bit. And it would infuriate me. It would just send me off the, off the rails. Eventually, I, I got so frustrated, I would get out a pair of scissors and go out there and like chop these blades of grass just to make a point. Uh, which he didn't care. He just shrugged and he'd say, he'd just tell me like it was still, job still wasn't done. And what he was doing, I thought he was doing it to annoy me and because he was, you know, frustrated or angry. In hindsight, what he was trying to do was instill this concept of not settling, right? It's very easy to settle for ticking the box. It's, it's the default mode, right? The status quo is to tick the box. And when you decide to not settle, then a whole new world opens up. And so, for example, when we came into the world building event, this is an internal event. We knew the date, I think it was four months out, right? Four or five months out. We knew the topic four or five months out. We were marketing this internally, externally, literally dozens of emails to get RSVP rates up selling the consumption, it's called telling stories, painting a vision of why this thing is going to be off the chains and why you really want to show up to this. And then we over-delivered on it, right? So when it comes time to put the thing together, I wanted the tables lined up a certain way. I needed a certain kind of black tablecloth. I wanted certain flower arrangements on the tables. I wanted the video composition to be a certain way when the guy filmed it. I wanted to make sure that the acoustics were okay because of where we were holding it was on the third level. And I wanted to make sure that when they opened the bottom level at whatever time they were going to open it, it wasn't going to disrupt our space. The temperature, I wanted that to be right. I wanted each person to have enough space so that they could sit there, face the front, right, do their work on the computer, have a great little workstation, bottle of water, these kinds of things. But when lunchtime came and we had the three course lunch, they had enough space to eat, turn, talk to the people next to them, or even move around and mingle with other people. So all of these, these things that come into running the event to make it successful just come from not settling. And it's a really interesting one because we work with a lot of, you know, people who do, they're very deeply skilled in one area, like personal training or coaching or something like that, nutrition. So, in this one area of life, they did not settle. They're very deep, right? They relentlessly pursued excellence. And then we get into something like email marketing or social media or brand or, or marketing or selling or sharing the offer. And they'll share it like once or twice, you know, or, or they'll send two emails and then it won't get a result. And then they'll settle for whatever it is, whatever happened. And it's it's a it's just a, a lack of awareness that we need to practice as business owners to constantly question to constantly improve the work so a lot of times in these christmas parties or live events where people aren't showing up for people i'll ask the question like well how much how much noise did you make about it how much marketing did you do did you tell the story how compelling was the story leading into the event and typically it'll be like, no, no, we put it on Instagram once or we put it in a Facebook group or we sent an email. It's like, no, 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 we need to do much, much more, right? It's, it requires a whole different level of thinking 
if you want to get a different reality. And so this is where it gets really difficult. And I said before, I've been thinking about this in my relationship because Ruby and I, we've reached a point and, you know, I basically, we both made a declaration as like, we're not settling for the typical marriage, right? Like if you, and when I say typical, I mean, statistically typical, right? The average, right? If you look at marriage statistics, they're not good. It's like 52% end up in divorce. I think 75, 76% of the divorces are instigated by, by the wife, not happy in the relationship. So I'm seeing these statistics and I'm going, right, I'm not going to settle for that. I've got to, I've got to find the angle, right? I've got to look at, ask the questions. I've got to do the work to, to become the person who just does not fit into that category at all. And not that I think that those results or those outcomes are always bad, right? If it doesn't work, it's not working. But what I do believe is that we can take an ownership of the mind and bring an attention to how we're showing up across everything and just decide to not settle for the way things are, right? So the way things have been. And so this is something that something that I've been thinking about. It's it's requires a hell of a lot of energy. That's one thing that I, I notice when I do come back to this. I guess I originally was introduced to this when I was young, but you know, it's, it's something that we need to commit to bringing back all the time and hanging around people who, you know, choosing to hang around people who don't settle, who are looking for how can the work be better, right? How can you do better? What does that look like? And who aren't afraid of that conflict, right? Every time that we ask this question, it creates conflict necessarily because we're trying to throw out an old habit trying to throw out the status quo, trying to throw out the comfortable way of doing things and doing one more repetition, right? Doing, tidying things up a little bit, delivering something on time, delivering something a little bit faster, over-delivering, over-creating, over-selling and doing that little bit extra. And that's the thing that makes a difference. And so it, it creates con conflict, it creates tension. And I think that's what's uncomfortable. That's what tends to put us back into just the way things were and settling, right? And so if we settle, we're going to get the result that we always got. So that's my that's my idea for today. I think it's a big part of the offline events. I think that's a big reason why the offline event was such a success and why so many people want to talk about it because they have such a great experience. They meet amazing people. They create value they deliver value as well they contribute and they're a part of something and that just requires a lot of work on the back end right it requires effort on the back end and then training your nervous system to be able to deal with that and be able to and do that now the cool thing is you can you can start this wherever you're at right you might not be doing any offline events you might be doing social media right and starting out your marketing journey or something and doing one post per week or whatever and getting used to that. Well, the question is, well, do you want to settle for that? Or what does better look like? You could do two. You could make them deeper, more truthful, more honest. You could bring out more character. You could do one post per week on an email marketing campaign. You can start to get creative of just going, okay, well, 
what what's the what's the other side what rather than negotiating down my success what if i choose not to settle and look at what's possible on the upside what are some of the ideas that i could look at that is it my friends i hope you enjoyed this one and the quick little recap of the event you can go look at a bunch of social media someone create a club dot the create a club dot link page i've shared a little bit on mine and ruby has shared a little bit too but there'll be more trickling out but you can see some some of the visuals i think we'll have a, a video coming together as well off the back of it effectively the whole thing was filmed which is something i recommend uh, that you do even with little events because then you can create online assets uh, off the back of your offline events which is super helpful so you'll see more of it coming out but that's it for today thanks for tuning in if this was helpful send it to someone else who is settling right who is accepting something less than what they want and uh, get them to listen in and ask the question of what could better look like what if I didn't settle and we'll see you on the next episode